0: Hey folks we're excited to have you listening to the podcast but truly if you ever have any suicidal thoughts david and myself would prefer that you would call 1-800-273-TALK they're they're honestly incredible they really reach out and uh, give honest insightful advice thank you so much for listening we truly appreciate you we want you to stay with us and we love you thank you
1: you we yeah.
0: Isn't that what, isn't that what, isn't, that what, isn't that, I feel like that's what religion is. You're just going, hey, that thing that makes you feel good,
1: you're wrong. It doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Everything you thought is wrong and everything this book says is right. You should read this book instead of thinking the things you think. You I mean, think what I think, <laughs> not what you think. That's what I think is like so, like the the, the
0: gall of people going totally. door to door, being like, "Hey, by the way, everything you think is probably wrong, <laughs> and I know. you're going to like
1: hell." <laughs> like it's so bad. It's really crazy that it works. It's really <laughs> fucked up that how good of salesmen Christian missionaries are to be able to knock think? on someone's hut and uh... <laughs> <laughs> whoa, Bill Maher, pull yeah, it, yeah, back. oh yeah, what are they? They're going <laughs> hut to hut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. That's so shitty. You know, I'm, I'm we sorry. Got on this. <laughs> no, I, it's funny that you said that because I was like, D- who do they trick? You know, like in the United mm. States, I'm like, I can't imagine this works on anybody who has the free time to just
1: be like, oh, look, yeah, change of belief system. Yeah, I've got time. I know, I'm not doing fucking anything. Well, I mean, I think <laughs> it really boils down to the. I. This is probably a a fucked up parallel, and I'm probably wrong in a lot of ways, but. It it strikes me as possibly similar to voting for Trump, like in the sense that if you're having if you're destitute, you're impressionable.
0: All right, Bill Hicks, <laughs> Mar, yeah, yeah, Kilstein.
1: New rule: Steen. life's a ride. <laughs> uh, new rule: life's a ride. Life's a ride. It's just a ride. You get on the ride, you ride it. Life's, life's a, ride, ride gotta, a ride. You ride a ride. Got to be when tall enough alive. to ride. Ride the ride. <laughs> Do you have a partner on the ride? <laughs> Gotta have a partner. Who wants to sit with you on the ride? It's embarrassing to I be wrote alone. The ride, and I'm a ride rider. God, I hate him.
0: <laughs> no, nah, I, I hear yeah, yeah, cult of personality or whatever. And like, it's just, a
1: combination. I think of yeah, of like being able to someone is uh, charismatic and and truly. And I, I know, know that know, it's though. not being from somewhere and converting to Christianity is a fucked up thing to align with voting (laughs) for someone that I think is a piece of shit. But I do think that the thing they have in common is like what you asked, why would you throw your other beliefs away and go with this one? If you're poor and you're, you're like destitute in a lot of ways and someone knocks on your door and they're like happy and they're like, Hey, Mm. what I have can make you happy. I mean, it's really possible that that'll work. Interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, think it's uh they're both
0: attractive like forms of belief you know it's easy to be corrupted or whatever. I don't know what I'm trying well, no, to say.
1: Well, no, because they're flashy. Yeah, voting for yeah, Trump flashy, was like, hey, but, he was like, vote for me but I and that, and your country will be fun again.
0: I just also, I just would really <laughs> wonder what the success rate, though, is of going door-to-door for religion. Hut-to-hut. Hut. Yeah. <laughs> pizza hut to pizza hut. <laughs> going around this country, preaching the gospel, hut-to-hut. Uh-huh. Hut. <laughs> I'm going huh. to, I've wigwam noticed, to wigwam, man. I've noticed I, an open-door policy here at your pizza hut i would like to learn your deep dish ways i lived with the people inside of their pizza hut for many months learning their ways <laughs> at
1: first i was confused by their menu and all the topping choices <laughs> oh my god go keep going keep going keep no, going go, 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 go. go. No! i go. uh, uh, fucked pizza hut more. man they yelled Aww. at me when i worked there they treated Aww, me like man. shit really yeah. when you worked there when'd you work there this uh week. it was <laughs> <yeah>. got him <laughs> career's Piece on of fire. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going hut to hut, dude, preaching the gospel.
0: Is there another way, fast, fast way food hut? When.
1: what is there another fast food hut?
0: Oh boy, do you do you know one Airstyle? I can't think mm, of anything.
1: Hamburger Hut. There's gotta yeah, there's got
0: to be like uh, <laughs> knockoff franchises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I just know the Radio Shack and the Pizza Hut <laughs> totally. shouldn't be next to each other. All right, we're Shack going to people it. and hut
1: people cannot get along. <laughs> All right, I need a search of every doghouse, hen house, penthouse, pizza hut. <laughs> pizza shack, radio shack, love shack. Radio hut, radio house, love shack. It's a little old place where people can get together. Pool house, pool hut, pool shack. <laughs> um, pizza hut is a place where people can get together. Wait, when did you work there?
0: Uh, this is back, uh, I think, college. Oh, wow. Yeah, all like right.
1: uh, during the summer. What was it last week? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just remember I would just get yelled at. Everyone would just get yelled at it all the time. It was just not a chill environment. And it, one time the boss really? came in and he goes, he's just like, everybody get, gather around, gather around. He was like, all right. I don't know who keeps putting boogers all over the bathroom, but I will find you and you will pay. <laughs> What? He just mass accused like twenty people of being the booger bandit,
1: <laughs> also telling them I will find I you. I will find and you, you. You will pay. You will pay. <laughs> Is like what? It's like, you're <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm calling the cops. We're right here.
0: I'm call. I've called the Mucinex guy. Yeah, I've called totally. the police. <laughs> you're going away for a long time, and so I've kind of talked about it on stage. <laughs> the, the, in in my mind, I'm like, well, it's obviously. The fucking weird guy who comes to work every day with a briefcase. Yeah, we work at Pizza Hut, and there's no need to ever. Like, what's he
1: filing? There's no. Mm-hmm. He was a driver. There's nothing to. It's definitely whoever. The, <laughs> there, I'm picturing this dude. There was there was one dude who worked at Pizza Hut whose skin was somehow whiter. You know what I mean? He like <laughs> translucent. He's just like translucent. Kind of white? Yeah. His bones were brittle. And yeah. he's just like, it wasn't me and his whole fist is in his nose. Yeah, he's so <laughs> European, his birds his his bones are like bird bones, you know, yeah, hollow totally. and thin. Yeah. He like hasn't been alive in years. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dude, I haven't been alive in years. Guys, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Welcome
1: to Suicide
0: Buddies. Hi, We're I'm currently Hampton alive.
1: I'm Hampton I'm Dave Ross.
0: Uh, it's a comedy mental health podcast where we two buddies sit down, have conversations about depression, about larger life topics. And Pizza Hut. And Pizza Hut. <laughs> and then every episode at the end, we usually talk about a suicide in history or something about suicide that we can learn from.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. There was something I was gonna say. Oh yeah, it's funny because i I don't have a like directly aggressive uh, like work experience, but I have like I have like my experiences because I were I was a web developer for a while, so I worked in startups, and so my bad work experiences are like as bad, except with passive aggression. It's dude, like literally, this happened to me. I was at a I worked at this startup. And it was like, obviously going to fail. Like to mm. all of us who weren't in the like, who weren't <laughs> yeah, running it. We were I've like, for a startup what is this idea? Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. How did you get this money? It's usually the, the yes. question I had when I worked for a startup. It Who turns the out- fuck is running this? there are it turns out 95% of people are bad at their jobs even venture capitalists are just like sure I'll give money what Dude, are you gonna it's do high stakes gambling online onion rings yeah. let's do it <laughs> uh, onion ring hut we'll be next to every pizza hut in America uh, we bought the URL www.onion.onion it's dark web onion rings guys let's uh, buy porn.com yeah <laughs> nobody's done it <laughs> and we'll sell pants <laughs>
0: Uh, okay. So we have this
1: meeting mm-hmm. Where uh, the That's whole company so Which is like almost 100 employees Is gathered in the conference room And they give this whole PowerPoint presentation About all the growth we're experiencing And we got this new wave of VC funding And how like uh, We're really optimistic about the next year Woo. Totally And then we all clap
0: i <laughs> so happy just, you're making money <laughs>
1: It's this long long speech right And it's all The tone of it is like We're doing great We're all doing great the stock is going to be worth more. And we all had stock options. And so we're all like, yay, Ooh. right? And then she like shuts off the PowerPoint, the CEO. <laughs> and she looks at us and she's like, so because of all that, we had all these new positions open up at the company. But also because of restructuring, we also lost all the existing positions. So instead of saying we're firing half the company, she said we got... A ton of new jobs and then lost the current ones. Oh my God. Just this like psychotic way to say we lost half the jobs. So we're all like trying to figure out what the she fuck just she's talking about. Layoffs? Yes. What the fuck? In the most passive aggressive <laughs> way possible. So she says that we gained a lot of new positions, but we lost all the current ones. We've lost doggy style. We've lost missionary. <laughs> and then she goes. Reverse <laughs> power. <park girl. laughs> and then she goes, so. Uh when this meeting ends which is in
0: <laughs> just checking her watch
1: which is in like a minute
0: calm down
1: you will all walk back to your desks oh and when you God. get to your desk you will find an envelope with a letter in it that tells you whether or not you still have a job <laughs> I, w- Everybody run. Go, go, yeah, go. Yeah, totally. Ready to your desk. Run She your desk? fired half the company like it was an episode of Survivor. Like it was an Easter egg. Huh? Dude. <laughs> and what was so especially funny about it was like, Jesus. I had comedy already, so I didn't care. Yeah, comedy's uh, everything. It is to me, <laughs> which is sad. Uh, but I like, but you know how it is. I yeah, mean, like, yeah. if you have a day job, at least totally. that keeps you afloat, you know? In your mind, you were already like, I don't want to be here. I had a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah, I don't so I had some perspective here, yeah. on it. But like, everyone's sort of like, Feels like they got oh hit in the face God. with a fucking crowbar, and we all stand up, and then she goes, "Oh, and on your way out, there's cupcakes." No! <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was like, as a joke, I'm like, "And there's cake, it's, dude." That's fucking insane. And so, like, it's literally like one doorway out of the conference room, so it, we've all this a hundred people bottlenecked together to get out, and the cupcakes are there, and people one by one are taking one sad cupcake and eating it. <laughs> And just being like, What is happening? <laughs> and I'm noticing like some of these people have children. I guess I'm getting paid in cupcakes <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> they're just sad a and they're like is a cupcake? What the fuck is happening? And then they get back to their desk and, <laughs> and they have a letter that tells them if they got fired or not. Dude, for me Oh my Lord. It was especially insane because I opened up the letter and it was like you still have a job and I was like, Okay, cool. And then the CEO's executive assistant came up to me and said, Um, Dave. I'm sorry, you got the wrong letter. No, shut up. I, shut up. I'm not kidding. No, shut and up. I was like, you're fucking with me. And they were like, <laughs> no. And I was like, all right. And they were like, what? We, s- we feel so bad. Can you come meet with the CEO right now? And I was like, okay. So I go into the CEO's office and the CEO is like, Dave, we are my so bad. sorry about this. We are so sorry about this. Uh, oh my God. We, I, I, this is just so shitty. I, I we really didn't mean to Listen, fuck with your head Dave, this way. I'm a prankster. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, whatever, I don't care. Do you have a check for me? It's my last day. And she was like, what do you mean it's your last day? And I was like, why do what are you talk? Do you have a check for me or not? I was mad. And she was like, no, Dave, you still have a job. And I was like, my letter said I have a job. And she was like, oh shit, we gave you the right letter. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, I
0: know. Did you do this to everyone? (laughs) How is there not a mass shooting happening right now? The general confusion and anarchy happening inside of that office. Wait, what the? I'm not Bill. Bill, what the? You're fired, Bill. Give me that letter. (laughs) Just people tearing each other's clothes off. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) oh, my goof. (laughs) Guess what, Dave? All right, private meeting. I'm a bit of a prankster. (laughs) (laughs) I got everybody.
1: (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: (laughs) This is what it's like working for Whammo Toys.
1: <laughs> we do goofy shit here. Oh, man. Yeah. So when you get back to your desk, everyone's going to have a whoopee cushion on the seat, and inside, and when you sit on it, it's going to say either fired or hired. Hey, by the way, uh, next mm-hmm. time, lead with the cupcakes. Yeah. Way to ruin cupcakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, just start. Then they would have been on a sugar high and been like, oh, well, I feel pretty good, but uh, I'm mad. Okay. But at least they got a cupcake. You're forcing them to be like, plus I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. plus i can't stop eating bad it's like how they give comics free drink tickets instead of like five dollars for gas totally to do a gig they're more like no no become an alcoholic it yeah, should be better totally should be a way better career arc do you
1: for you wanna do you want a ball of heroin or you're not doing heroin right now okay great uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude it was funny too because i like wigged out i do one thing i miss about being in my 20s is that i was so i felt I was so uh, suicidal all the time (laughs) that uh, that that, was bad. (laughs) LOL. I miss it. You idiot. (laughs) uh, No, like, since I felt so bad all the time, when I would get, like, really pushed into a corner, I would, like... when I felt like a person was really being a bad person Mm -hmm. I would like hair standing on end flip out on them cool like Doc uh, Brown (laughs) (laughs) and look I do not recommend being this way Um, but uh, (laughs) um, that is a
0: general disclaimer for this podcast we should both say I do not recommend being me
1: don't be me I don't want you to be me but I was just like so I was already so upset and then like all this shit happened and I was upset and then I realized she was like oh wow you got the right letter and I looked right at the CEO of this company and I was like, "Are you giving people severance pay or not?" Wow! And she was like, "What?" Um, no. And I was like, "Well, that's pretty Whoa. fucked up. Maybe you should." <laughs> Just like screaming at this woman. Come with it now! <laughs> <laughs> oh! yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like I'm one of the Silicon very Valley. proud moments of my life. Dude, you were in um, Silicon Valley. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, dude. It was in Glendale, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Tech? Hey, if that? you're in the Washington, D.C. area, oh, I recommend shit. going to see Hampton Yunt at the Arlington Draft House. Thanks, dude. Hitler <laughs> Cinema. No, no, no. <laughs> Guys, uh, yeah,
0: Virginia, D.C., parts of Maryland, if you can make it out. I know it's kind of close if you're by that weird bay.
1: <laughs> Anthony Bourdain's parts of Maryland.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing uh, uh, two uh, nights at uh, the Arlington Cinema Draft House, May 10th and 11th, uh, four shows all together. Please come out, guys! I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying out. To I see really. This. That's the thing is, like, <laughs> I want to learn or er, how to stand up BHP. for myself oh. and, uh, and ask for, like, uh, you know, to bring my own features and stuff. Oh yeah, but I know it won't be much money for people, and also I'm like, who would I ask where I'm not like, yeah, you'd be breaking even. It's
1: like a waste of time, you dude. Know? Yeah, I mean you. You can't I mean, f- at this point, you're not flying features out, and they're yeah, most likely know. not gonna get a hotel. I mean, it depends where you are. I know that like yeah. Madison is still really able to treat their features really well, but like they can't fly you out. I mean, you're getting a hotel room and you're getting a pretty good pay, but yeah, so I mean, it's yeah. like local people, you gotta think <laughs> gotta think local, dude. <laughs> who's act, out there? Act local.
0: think national
1: I mean and I would love to feature for you but I would need to be in the area that's the other thing is you be too good (laughs) well that's another problem it's like all my friends are now so good I'm like I had this problem um it during your set of my album recording during your set of my (laughs) album recording and like look the recording went well so it was fine but you were like murdering and I was like maybe this was a bad idea
0: And I did your jokes <laughs> to your face. You did my jokes. Which was jokes. super funny. That's true. <laughs> so being called Dave Ross is pretty fucked up, guys. Uh,
1: <laughs> Boo this man. Boo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I eat poop. As you know, my name is Dave Ross and I eat poop.
1: <laughs> Dude, yeah. What Ampton did my how you recording is he went up out. and he's like, all right, guys, wouldn't it be funny if when Dave came up and recorded, <laughs> no one clapped? <laughs> I'm into pranks. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. My background at Wham-O Toys. Uh, Yeah, thank you. Yeah, please come out to the shows. Go go to his show. Come to Good Heroin every Saturday in Echo Park in Los Angeles if you're out here. Thanks for listening to our mental health podcast where we joke our way through it. (laughs) And we don't mean to hurt your feelings. We're just dark-ass people who (laughs) joke about suicide. (laughs) Um, We are recording this on, what's the date today? April 8th. Yeah, and um, right before recording, we posted a question on uh, our Twitter, at BuddiesPod, and on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash Suicide Buddies, and we asked this question. The question was, what's your favorite song about depression slash anxiety slash mental illness? And here's the thing. We're doing a whole bonus episode about this question this week uh, on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. If you're a $5 patron or higher, you get those bonus episodes. So we're going to talk about a lot about, a, like, a lot of your answers on that episode, but... Like, too much. I, I do... Yeah, like, way too... Like, it's going to suck. <laughs> but I do want to go through a few now, because, like, yeah, we yeah. got so many fucking answers. My favorite answer... Also... I think my the funniest answer so far, and we got this answer right away. It was the first answer. <laughs> cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> I Oh man, that is you yeah. are hilarious. What were the lyrics,
0: Dave again? Cotton
1: Eye Get joe. Get at me cotton eye Joe. You know that one
0: was- <laughs> Wait, I'm hearing it if I was i'm green if i was blue
1: no 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 it's getting it not blue there it is i'm a scappin' no it's like get out the beat cotton Eye joe i've been married a long time ago isn't that it
0: holy shit
1: <laughs> There's depth to the song oh yeah he was Still, married so it's actually dude. a sad song
0: yeah he's getting over i think it was a joke
1: i don't think <laughs> I think they were kidding.
0: <laughs> no, we have to say. <laughs> Dave? Dude, do, do, do not say that about our suicidal fans. If you mock their suggestion of Cotton Eye Joe, you might have just pulled the trigger yourself.
1: It Dave. was at Devin Brazak, D E V I N B R E Z A K who said Cotton Eye Joe. Thanks, man. I'm Cotton Eye Joe lyrics real quick. Are okay. you really? <laughs> Holy shit. Okay.
0: It is. It is de- It is deep. Dude, this is poetry, No, man. fuck off. This is like Tennyson. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Oh. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Okay, then you repeat that about... Wait, okay, four more times. <laughs> and then he came... He came to town like a midwinter storm. He rode through the field, so handsome and strong. His eyes was his tools and his smile was his gun. But all he had come for was having some fun then repeat the. if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe I'd be married a long time ago where did you come from where did you go where did you come from Cotton Eye Joe
1: repeat that about seven times more being addicted to drugs maybe Cotton Eye Joe (laughs) is like crack or something what Facing that on, I mean, he's talking about a guy coming to town and okay. he, like he's all about fun and he Got it. changed his life so he would have been married, but instead he's just hanging out with Cotton Eye that Joe. That is such
0: an interesting interpretation. I mean, I'm song. trying to
1: find the hmm. how it could be about mental illness. I wouldn't have said that <laughs> if the guy didn't say it's about mental oh, yeah. illness. This
0: is definitely a fucker up, but I will <laughs> say what I am registering from that song, I didn't realize it had any depth. I Literally thought it was like, nap, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, right, right, apparently, right. Apparently, right. I think it's like a western kind of thing. Guy stole my lady. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's the whole crux Funny. of the song. Guy stole oh, my girl. Oh, I see, I Last, see. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Count Nigel, you took my, took my girl. Oh, wow, well, yeah. <laughs> he came into town like a midwinter storm, like all that, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's definitely if it a had lot. Been,
0: if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd have been married a long time ago. Sure. Where'd you come from? Where'd
1: you go? Where'd you come from? Yeah. See, what you're saying makes, like, <laughs> sense. Oh, it's <laughs> not about crack. <laughs> Look, crack cocaine. Sure, what I said doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, Look, that is a really interesting, like, interpretation. And to be fair, that's what I love about music, man. That's what I love, man.
1: That's what I love, too, dude. Some, people hear, to it. some
0: people hear Rage Against <laughs> the Machine. They think about the government. No, I hear a love song.
1: Yeah, dude. I, I hear like, kiss. Hey, Georgia. Georgia's here. My girl just walked <laughs> in. Hey, Georgia's here. Hi. What's up? Wait, who's oh your my girl? God,
0: this is so exciting. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. That's it. <laughs> I guess that's all we got. <laughs> but when she came in the room, I just started hearing Rage Against the Machine in my head.
1: Hell yeah, Butterflies
0: dude. and kisses.
1: Um... John R. Smith III, who is at Vox the Devil, who, um, we, I think we've talked about you on the podcast before, dude, because I think you suggested the last time we, we asked a question about music, but also John, if you listen to my old podcast, Terrified, he made the logo for oh, Terrified. Really? Yeah, yeah. The one, like the art of the dude standing over a cliff looking down, um, the Guys, suicide art stop for my last this. suicide podcast, <laughs> um, Yeah, he said, John, thank you for your suggestion, dude. This is probably my favorite song about mental illness. It's called Plea from a Cat Named Virtute by The Weaker Thans.
0: Mm, Oh, I like
1: them. Dude, I love them. And he, so, it is, I thought it was Virtue for a long time, but no, his cat is named Virtute because Virtute is one of the words in the city crest of Winnipeg, which is where John Sampson, the lead singer of The Weaker Thans, is from. Oh, cool. And, uh... Yeah, I love that band. And so he has multiple songs about his cat Virtute. Plea from a cat named Virtute is on uh, the third album, which the name of it uh, is escaping me. It's the one with Manifest on it and the one with uh, uh, the song about the explorer and the Arctic. Fuck. <laughs> it's the name of this album. It's like maybe their best album. But anyway, this the song is awesome because it's like... Oh, Aristotle. Oh, Reconstruction Site. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the song is awesome because it's a song sung from the perspective of his cat who is trying to get him to cheer up. And the cat <laughs> is just like, the cat keeps saying, I know you're strong. And if you listen to it, I've listened to it while I w- was just like wallowing around in depression. And I've listened to it at times when I've come out of it. Yeah. And it really is very sweet and true. Like the world just comes at you and you can't get out of it. And the you have people around you that are like, Come on, you were you were you, and you're not being you're not being happy. You can be happy. I know you can. Despite all your rage, you're still so just, just a- happy in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> or what? I'm happy in my cage. <laughs> yeah, no, Keep and it's this cat being like, I know you're strong. Stop just watching TV and being drunk. And then the cat starts suggesting things like, you can have <laughs> your se- your sister come over and bring her cat, and I'll hang out with that cat. It's just this adorable fucking song. And then on the next album. Uh, reunion tour he has a song sung from the perspective of the cat about why the cat ran away and that's oh, like the saddest fucking song ever wow. yeah but anyway damn uh, great suggestion john thank you i love <laughs> that song
0: other good cat song is uh say anything. cotton eye joe <laughs> cotton
1: eye cat cat night joe, cat and eye joe.
0: Uh, say anything has a good song called i think it's like yellow cat versus red cat
1: oh wow okay uh, uh
0: it's so good um Somebody suggested – actually, wait, I'll read this one real quick because Missy Martinez, who's been on the I podcast, had a really good <laughs> suggestion that we were like, is this a joke? <laughs> she wrote in, creep by Radiohead is pretty damn good. <laughs> we were like laughing because it's like, that's no way a real suggestion. Yeah, it's funny because that is,
1: I I think, is a good song about mental illness. But also Missy Missy's sense of humor is so – Filled with irony, I can't. I just. Can't I can't tell if you're fucking with us. <laughs> for the love of God, just because give us a real That song so like been around for so long. <laughs> I don't know.
0: know if you've heard "Creep," but it's a little dark.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like I'm. am a weirdo. It's kind of like suggesting belong, "Stairway to Heaven." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard The Beatles. "Um, Helter Skelter" is oh, a pretty good one, but, but uh,
0: somebody suggested "Paramorph." Uh, who I love, uh, the song Last Hope by Paramore. And they just yeah. kind of go off about how good Haley Williams is as a singer-songwriter. And I think it's true, man. Paramore who? has been like consistently amazing. And their new music is like really fun dance, like shit. And I don't know, they love their fans. It's just been awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Who was it that suggested that? that? I listen to Misery Business like once a day. Um, who suggested that? It was somebody on uh, Twitter, uh, Roxy Magdaleno. Uh, oh, yeah. She comments yeah.
1: at us a lot. She's really nice. Um, whoa, someone suggested Pigeon John. That's cool. I, uh, man. What's that? Pigeon John is a rapper who was like... No, he's not. You're right. Okay, let's <laughs> move on. Um, he was like... I don't know. He's doing well still. He never got famous. And mm-hmm. he had, he had some moments in the early 2000s where he was getting like kind of big, but he never got like mainstream big. Mm-hmm. He's, You know that style of hip hop that I would put like Brother Ali in and atmosphere and like sure. ideas and abilities and shit? I think of Brooklyn. When Sage I Francis. Is that crazy? <laughs> Brooklyn?
0: Brooklyn, kind of New sure. York kind of rap?
1: Yeah, but more specifically like late 90s, early 2000s, underground like nerd rap. Kind mm-hmm. of yeah. over enunciating your words and like <laughs> a lot of comic book references and shit like that. Sometimes
0: yeah. I just feel like Aquaman because <laughs> man, I can't stand all the plans in the man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like really, it's like people who are obsessed with Eminem and not being famous. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah Pigeon John's fucking, fucking, fucking great man Jaka Bird at J-A-K-A-B-I-R-D suggested that thank you and Atmosphere who's great Yes, yeah, somebody did suggest Atmosphere yeah so we're gonna be talking about thank you so much for yeah, answering those questions look at these um, we uh we're going to be answering we're gonna be reading a lot more of your answers on the Patreon, patreon.com slash suicide buddies <laughs> and Hampton, who are we talking about this week?
0: We're gonna keep it comedy friendly this week. <laughs> oh uh, good. We're talking about Richard Jenny. Oh shit. Amazing stand up
1: comic. Uh I, I was actually working at that startup I told the story about when he died. Oh really? Yeah. It was like at the beginning oh, of being a comedian.
0: Yeah. Um, exactly. Like I remember when he killed himself for mm-hmm. it was very early in stand up for me too, yeah, yeah. so everybody had an opinion. <laughs> totally, uh, yeah. We'll be talking a little bit about that. Also, yeah, exactly how everyone had an opinion about it. I hate that <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate. The world I also so didn't know much. who he was. Yeah, uh, folks. Since we're taking a break, uh, if you feel like pulling up a Richard Jenny clip, I honestly can say he is—he's very funny. <laughs> he's so he, good. at He stand-up. really like. He has the sh- the kind of smear of someone who would be a hack. He wears yeah. a lot of like. Lounge kind of outfits and stuff, but he pulls it off. Like he's one of the few people that's
1: sincere. I think he he actually might be. You know, like everything that's hacky, everything that's like an overdone trope Mm -hmm. came from one person doing it, and then everyone stole it. Kind of. (laughs) Richard Jenny might be the comedian who created the like. Yeah, I'm Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. So I'm down at the grocery store. Like, that's kind of how he delivered jokes, but he was the one who was good at it.
0: He always has like a very, like, um, like a, a part of the joke where it switches to something that you just completely wouldn't have thought of. Yeah. Uh, I saw him do this bit that was like, I mean, it could be, you could interpret the beginning as hacky, right? Mm Because he goes around the audience and he goes, uh, Hey, mind if I borrow your your glasses? Mm -hmm. You know? So it's already kind of like a gimmick joke, right? Yeah. But he does the whole thing of like, I'm not going to break them, you know? Gets the glasses from the person. He goes, I just love glasses because you can always do dramatic reactions to things like, My God, man. And, you know, whips (laughs) them off. And that's a very standard joke. I've seen versions of that. And then he goes, and I'm watching this with Georgia. (laughs) He's like doing the my god man and like we can't give the we, she can't have a baby. The woman's only 17. You know, like he <laughs> stuff just stuff does like, like versions of these things. And then he goes, The problem is with contacts, is you can't do that. You're like, my god man, and he's like, ah, like <laughs> Reaching <laughs> into
1: his eyes. And like that's so-we were funny. just like, holy <laughs> fucking shit. I never
0: in a million years would have thought of that. <laughs> so that's what I was saying. It's like he can take a pretty normal
1: thing and he always does this crazy, like <laughs> Do you
0: have any Tangent. It's like, <laughs> So funny! It's really
1: great. Check them yeah. out, guys. All right, yeah, we'll be back in a second. We will. Doesn't matter what they say, cause <laughs> I'm gonna get my
0: way. If I don't wanna go.
1: Hey, hey, hey! You're going the wrong way. <laughs> What is
0: that did you ever play the game crazy taxi
1: yeah yeah that was i love that game that was the voice of the guy oh man i don't remember that one that's a good one he's kind of like a cartoon version of you of me hey hey hey, hey. right you're fucking up <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole job <laughs> just to tell you how bad at the game totally you were. <laughs> go left why aren't you going left idiot I love that game.
0: <laughs> no, it's legitimately love. such a great game. It's
1: such a cool idea for a game. Yeah, it still holds up. I like it. That it's like a like a crazy taxi. Did
0: you ever play that or uh <laughs> in California at an arcade? Hell fucking cruise ever. in California, dude. The
1: most realistic video game ever. Hell yeah, dude. It was just like California. <laughs> Uh, going up going and down up, the PCA, Dude, fucking wind in my hair. I think that was the
0: point of the game, was how fast she can get up the PCA. Yeah,
1: I think it was. I think you're right. That's Because you cruise in California. And California is beautiful, man. So I'm going to go fast in my car through it. That's <laughs> what that song, Fast Car, is about by
0: yeah. Tracy Chapman. Absolutely. She made the soundtrack to Cruise in California. <laughs> it
1: is. Chris, cruise in California. Give me one reason to... <laughs> You <laughs> <Give me one laughs> can't <back> around. Uh, <laughs> Get out meat, and gotten job That was also Tracy I've, Chapman I've listened to Fast Car while sad I mean Have you yeah, totally. It's right, a, that's it the is the song a ch- that I sang. That's I was right, right? Or was that another? You sang
0: Give Me a... Uh, what is it? Give Me, Give me wh- a Reason to Steer? Give Me a Reason. No, uh, yeah. And that's by Tracy Chapman also. But that's not Fast
1: Car. No, Fast oh, Car okay. is that,
0: We got a fast car. Oh, yeah. I got a ticket to get us out of here am <laughs> walking down a giving store. Man, it's wow. the same. Just a little bit of money. I won't have to to war. It's to Okay. we are all down. Damn. Find out what I mean. to really. be <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, she's dude. so good. Yeah,
1: she's good.
0: <laughs> and I'm so not. <laughs> no, you were good at it, dude. Uh, I was like,
1: what? You're I mean, all your impressions are good. Thank that one was you. like, is Tracy here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doing a seance. Tracy, Whoa. are you here? Let us know. <laughs> Tracy, reveal yourself. <laughs>
1: There's a certain chair in Hampton's house where when you drag it along the ground, the sound it makes is,
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: is Tracy here?
0: (laughs) Tracy! Show yourself! It's not this chair though, right?
1: (laughs) No, that's the Kermit chair. Uh, I think that's, Kermit slash Morrissey chair.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Dave, we had some fun recently.
1: We went, did. Went dude. to go see Shazam. We did. We saw Shazam. Shazam sucked. <laughs> yeah, dude. I My, Shazammed yeah. the movie Shazam, and the app said it sucked. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I feel so bad being mean
0: to a movie when I know, like, you know, 5,000 people work on it. Sure. It's a collaborative shit pile. I do not feel bad. That movie was (laughs) insane.
1: (laughs) I don't feel bad, and I think the reason I don't feel bad is that that like most of those people were just working and they don't their identity isn't tied to it. (laughs) And the people whose identity is tied to it could only be the producer. Like literally, Mm -hmm. Shazam is a character isn't knocked by the fact that that movie is bad. The writer, even the writer of that movie did it for contract. No one fucking was yeah. like, I'm going to write the best Shazam movie that ever was. You can tell because there were points, I mean, I, this is very
0: rarely happened to me in a movie going experience where we both would look at each other at the same time and be like, what
1: literally is happening? Dude, what the fuck is happening well, in I, this movie? Honestly, like I, I and I mean this, and like granted, I fuck up, sometimes for sure but I do I really really it is important to me to be polite it is important (laughs) and I could not have felt more comfortable at a movie you invited me to that you were excited for I turned to you in like 20 minutes in and I was like this sucks
0: I'm out of here. I'm gonna go beat off in the bathroom. It's more entertaining. You than were like, this "Shit, yeah, this is bad." No, at a certain point, it did sh- I like to shift then into analytical
1: mode. Like, let me enjoy this as a piece of shit, that and that's what we were doing. by yeah. the, By an hour into the movie, we were both like, it's like just pointing things. out." It's we- like forty five minutes into the film, you don't meet. Shazam hasn't no, even showed up yet we're just like where the fuck, what the fuck is, is this movie? movie we've basically watched almost like, an hour of this film yeah totally yeah, there's like a, a little fucking Indian kid and uh, he's mad and, and the it. guy from Amistad <laughs> has a beard like what is happening <laughs> And uh, he's talking about Amistad for some reason yeah and there's like oh, seven deadly insane. sins and their statues I yeah, guess a lot of weird backstory and, and this kid and his important. mom leaves him and you're like what yeah. she seemed to love him yeah spoiler uh, alert that really took us
0: out I think the second second time was you know first time was just like where, what the fuck is this movie about where's the main character what the fuck is he yeah. and then later on there's this big reveal that he finally you know he's like an orphan character and he finds his mom who you know he was separated from as a kid and she's just like you know spoiler alert mm-hmm. but she's basically like yeah I was just like a bad mom and I didn't know what to do and I was like 17 so I just left you in a park <laughs> Yeah, Dude. lady, that's way the fuck illegal.
1: Like That's really horrifying. Okay, here's there are so many reasons why that bothers me about the movie, and these are big spoilers. So uh Yeah, cut ahead five minutes. They they do a flashback to the kid at like six years old, and he's at a fair in a park with his mom, and she is playing one of those dart balloon games to win him a, a yeah. stuffed animal. And he's like, Mommy, I want to win the animal, and she's like She's like, I'm trying, son. And it like really seems like she loves her son. And then she wins him a compass, and he's like, he's like, oh, okay, cool. And he's playing with it, and then he gets lost. And then she's gone. And so it's like, wait, what happened? She couldn't find him mm-hmm. in the park at the fair, and he couldn't find her. He's with the cops. They couldn't find her. So the implication is that she just like either is so stupid that she didn't know to find the police or she literally was like, this was all a lie. I will take this opportunity to ditch my son, and then later you find out that's what happened? That's what she literally does. She chose that second the thing option. That's not possible. The thing that the is cops would have found her. This is well,
0: <laughs> This <laughs> is the thing, Is also like I, I'm trying to not judge it because people are like, oh, well, it's more like a children's movie than they've done. You know, these movies have been so that's serious, true. so they're trying to make it a children's movie. I was like, then why would this scene where the mom is basically like, you know. I don't love my kid enough to... Like, she literally abandons him in the middle of a park and then sees him with cops later and she's like, yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. That is like, to a kid, that is like, insane it, kids shouldn't be finding out about this during seen. the shazam movie it's a complete abandonment of your child <laughs> what's so funny too is <laughs> that like that, that all movies? happens
1: and then when he finally finds her and knocks on her door and she's like oh oh whoa and he's like it's me mom <laughs> she's like telling him that she ditched him on purpose and but he's fine because look at him now he's being remarkably chill while this it. is happening there's a drunk dude in her apartment going they're going, Michelle,
0: what the fuck? <laughs> like, Stat, hey. Who's at the door? Why do we even have a door? Yeah, this, like, he's like cartoonish abusive. Yeah. What the fuck? Why is the beer not in my mouth instead of these words? <laughs> like, I, I know. I, I couldn't tell because in that scene, he's walking up the shitty apartment complex and you start to hear fighting. And I think that's in just a different apartment. Like, they're trying to establish, like, Wow, everyone in this apartment complex has just (laughs) beaten their fucking partners. Yeah. And then he goes down and his mom is like clearly in another like harassment situation. And that scene, I was just like, this is so fucking dark. You can't tell me this is like a children's, you know, through a children's eyes. And you're going to have this insanely complex idea of like child abandonment. And like now the mom's in an abusive relationship. The kid. Who is the superhero? He has the ability to like save her life, and he doesn't. <laughs> like, if I were a kid, I'd be like, "Why doesn't he just become Shazam and then punch out that drunk alcoholic and like go live on a mountain with his mom or something?" Yeah, like, you're, as long as you're God, like, what the fuck you're, are we talking yeah, about? T- why go, isn't
1: this your whole thing?
0: Go make her a house. <laughs> and literally chopped down. He was with just your like, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then left.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So anyway, that was that was such a trip to watch such a weirdly. It was fucked also movie. it was
1: compounded by the fact that that and I like I was it so wasn't sanded. the main storyline. That's what was really crazy about it is it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You really could have removed that entire storyline from the movie. Absolutely, and it would have been not only <laughs> still a cohesive story, but it would have been way better because thirty-five to forty minutes of the movie would have been gone. You know, like, like, you
0: know what the equivalent would have been? Like, you watch a, st- a standard Batman movie. His parents die, you know, at the very beginning. And then, like, you know, 55 minutes into the movie, he, like, walks on the street and he sees his parents, like, alive and well. And they're like, oh, we, like, Yikes. fake that to, like, just, we didn't want, know how to be parents.
1: And then he's like, okay. Oh, and then
0: the whole chill. movie isn't
1: about that. <laughs> Exactly. It's so weird. Guess I gotta go fight crime and you're a liar? (laughs) It was funny too. Hampton pointed out we saw it at the Cinerama Dome at the Arclight, which is like, you know, people who like to see movies, especially like movies that are big on special effects, action movies, uh, superhero movies, people in LA. Want to see the movie at the dome? Those movies opening at the dome. Opening day at the dome. We went to opening day at the dome, <laughs> Prime and time. it was a third full. <laughs>
0: Less, yeah. Nah, I was
1: like, and I was like, this movie is going to
0: tank across America. Yeah, I've seen that a couple times where you're just like, yeah, the numbers are clearly not here. If like the people who live for this kind of shit aren't coming out for it. Yeah, but certainly some fucking guy who doesn't give a shit at all isn't going to make the time to go see Shazam. Dude, he
1: was... I mean, <laughs> I will say as someone who doesn't know much about superheroes and comic books, I remember seeing the trailers and stuff and being like... And just being like, what? Who gives a shit about this? This guy doesn't... His name is Shazam, and he looks like a fucking... He looks like Stretch Armstrong. Dude, who I would cares? have
0: preferred a movie about uh-huh. the app.
1: Yeah. Me too. If that
0: had been like a new social network movie, <laughs> it's about people in like contract negotiations at Shazam. I would have been like
1: way into that. Hell yeah, dude! Listening to music isn't cool. Knowing what music you're listening to is cool. <laughs> a little bit of a social network joke. You know what I mean? Uh, when? Just now. I said one. You say it's a, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. It's. I'm glad it bombed. I love. <laughs> I talk about dude. Richard. I, lo-
0: I love. Uh, he wouldn't social have bombed. Ne- uh, social network. <laughs> Big fact about Richard Jenny: never bombed. That's how you know it's a good comic.
1: I actually know. Uh, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to like fuck with your no, the go. order of you doing it. But I know like a, a little bit about his suicide. I read a thing about him. Oh, really? Where he, yeah, he, like, said this really, really fucked up thing right before he died Okay, about comedy and depression that... He did? He did. Yeah, I, it's, like, kind of a... I'll bring it up later, he but... He
0: definitely, you know, is not, you know, some common, you know, fool. He really is, like, incredibly introspective. A lot of his material is, like, so well-written that there's a clear, like, intellect going on. And he very much, you know a lot of his stand-up is about the human condition. It's usually framed inside, like, how to live in the modern world, but I still think it's somebody who clearly has a lot of introspection. I mean, the the funny thing is, though, it's maybe not so tied into his his death, his depression, you know? Uh, but to get into it, uh, he died in 2007, March 10th, uh, age 49, here in uh, L.A. And, uh, I mean let's, to get into it let's see I think what's interesting is um what did you like cuz we both started stand up and then this happened yeah so what did you hear happened
1: I don't remember time? what I heard happened about the specific event at all literally his death was how I found out about him hmm. I like he just wasn't one of the comedians that was in the sure. my field of view. He's I, definitely like, bigger than the people we were coming up respecting. And yeah, you know. but it's just that. But that's weird. Like I knew who, you know, Carlin and uh, Pryor and shit were. Like the yeah, the and Jenny's great. more like
0: Letterman, Leno, right. Class of uh, uh, comics. But I just remember when he died, it was like, you know, I'm just starting comedy. And it really got the sad clown kind of reputation. Like, Bill Maher said something right away. He was like, you know, when you're 49 and you just are doing the road, you're in that hotel. And you're like, well, I guess this is all it's going to be. And you, like, kill yourself. And and it's crazy because, like, Bill Maher was, like, a really good friend of Richard Jenny. But he said something that insanely off
1: (laughs) Whoa, you know well i can tell you okay well this is what i heard then i i I did want to wait because i thought maybe this was going to be a part of what you said about him and i didn't want to fuck with your story but but richard jenny said when he killed himself he said that he he figured out the trick he said that comedy was his like one love Mm -hmm. He all like it's what he worked on his entire life. He worked on it, he worked on it, he worked on it. And then one day he found out that it's a trick and he knows how to do the trick and it removed all of the fun from it. (laughs) So, like, he basically said that he found out how to speak in a way where he, the audience would always laugh. Yeah. He like figured out this, like, and then that would crush every time.
0: I would love to know where this is said, honestly. Because something interesting about his death that I don't like is that there is a little bit of like conflicting kind of accounts or recollections of what really happened. Yeah. You know, and you know, a lot of um articles and and things by say his his family, especially his brother and his sister, uh, they talk a lot about how he had mental illness that suddenly came about, you know, like more so that this was like a a psychosis thing than a, like a lifelong depression. Um, Interesting. But, but again, and this is the case with pretty much every single comedian. And I'll say this, uh, who's definitely killed themselves, Uh who's died. And also people who are, are alive, we all talk about death and suicide and you know, like, what it's all about. And you sure. have severe career, like, you know... Uh, terror. In <laughs> terror, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Points where you just are questioning everything. So sometimes I'm always like, you know, that is just part of the job, you know, is, like, to be this self-employed person who has to work in, like, egomania and all this sort of stuff. It's like, you know, we're all kind of yeah. dealing with that. Even people who are succeeding are dealing with that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I always kind of... I didn't like the, the whole sad clown kind of yeah. uh, painting they were putting on it, you know? Because right. Because it's like we're all... It's
1: more complicated than that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's a job. It's very difficult. You question yourself. But then, like, you usually come out of that. You actually... You know, it's good to have resistance in a career.
1: <laughs> I have a problem with this in general. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a, there there. I have a problem with the way that comedians say it, and I have a problem with the way that the world around comedians say it. Comedians say shit like... Never gets better, man. No matter how big you get, it's, it's still going to drive you crazy and you're going to be sad. And mm-hmm. I just think that that's bullshit, man. Because I know happy comedians who are sure. popular. It's just like you said. But you wouldn't say
0: career or money got them out of it, right? Like, it'd be no. more like personal work.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Know? And that's something people just neglect. They're <laughs> like, I don't know, man. It's never going to get better. Glug, 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 glug. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I'll take
1: those two free drink tickets Well, I actually right would away, say that please. some for some of them, career and money did get them out of it. Just in the sense that like, there are a lot of comics who, like, the the struggle gave them a lot of stress. And so when they got some financial stability, they, like, relaxed a little bit. Everybody's different. Everyone has different things that cause their mental anguish. But it's, especially in a thing that is very fulfilling, it's so possible to be happy.
0: Honestly, never pay comedians. If you really want us to be funny. The minute the, exactly. the, the money makes skin contact to me, I'm like, I'm not funny. I can't think of any Dude, jokes it's so, anymore. I,
1: that is so dumb. I hate it when people say... I like, (laughs) I have to be sad to be funny. Like, well, then you should quit.
0: (laughs) Well, then you have to be sad. That's horrible. That's horrible. (laughs) I have to live in an oven to do comedy. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You
1: you sound awful. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're the joker. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, hit me. Well, then the people around comedians are always like, well, you know, comedians. This is the thing people say to me like it's fact. Yeah, you know, comedians, they're all depressed. Right. Shut up. I Shut think this one, this one really got a lot of that. Like yes. there was
0: – this is still – and I hate to say it, but like 2007 still really – I feel like society has n- like only in like the last, yeah, like 10 years started having more open conversations about mental health and things like that. And like really it is like – it was so much easier at the time to just be like – you know, you're on the road. You're out there slinging jokes. Suddenly, the joke is you. <laughs> you know? Right. It's just like, all right, armchair therapist. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's. Uh, did you think five seconds about that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. I literally had a girl on a dating app tell me she was like, "Oh, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. You guys are all fucked up." And I was yeah, just exactly. like, "Why do you one?" think that making a generalization like that makes sense with any group. And two, why are you comfortable saying that to me? All garbage- I just told you that's what I am.
0: All garbage men <laughs>
1: smell. They smell off duty, they smell on duty. Yeah, duty. Garbage men don't shower. They just live in their garbage that they carry. Garbage. They live in a nest of garbage. Yeah. You're all sad and you all want to fucking die. Jesus Christ! How oh, you're <laughs> so lame. So then, do
0: you just watch Kevin
1: Hart and you're like you're
0: laughing and be like, uh, but it is a shame that he wants to kill himself, right? Exactly. It's <laughs> like it's good that I can laugh about him talking about his daughter and his family and all these fun. It's just it's always in the back of your mind. But. If
1: he, if Kevin Hart were to commit suicide, then the thing that no one was saying right now, everyone would be like, well, obviously he wanted to because he was yeah. a comedian. Just like fuck you with Richard Jenny. I think maybe a part of that is
0: we all also tend to self romanticize the business, and it's like he did like three Showtime specials and like two HBO specials. Uh, All of them are great. Like he, I mean, Puss Man is a really funny special. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. It's weird. Like he kind of made like a themed special, and he he would approach most of his specials that like that. Like here's kind of what the theme is, and let's talk about it and when you watch platypus man like there's a real set that got built
1: Whoa, you know like how you'd see i missed that from the 90s right like every half hour got their own
0: comedy special yeah it's got an elaborate set and almost never do people address it yeah but when richard jenny special he's like literally using it like props there's like a couch he lays across it there's so many he like certain points like takes off his jacket and undoes his shirt and like does all these things that's like oh this is like theater like you've put in as much technical thought into this and where you're going to be on stage at what point as someone who does a theater production you know and yeah. it's like t- seamless it's so fucking good and i think everyone always would talk about he is a genius you know and like comics would be like he not only would write jokes but he kind of would take every bit of meat off the bone Like he would attack that joke premise on so many different angles that you'd almost be like, well, now I can't talk about it or I can't do anything about like, you know, frozen meals or something like,
1: right." you know, and and
0: another guy like that is Jim Gaffigan. He really will be like ketchup and then like talk about ketchup for fucking, you're like, how is he talking about ketchup for five minutes? He did
1: take ketchup from us. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm saying if you try to write a ketchup bit now, totally. it better be fucking gold.
1: I mean, you literally can't write a bit about Hot Pockets. You can't. Can't write a bit about if Hot Pockets? If you say the word Hot Pockets, everyone is like, all nah, right. You can't talk
0: about how you have a potato head and you look like a vampire yeah, from the totally. Midwest. <laughs>
1: You can't whisper to yourself. As That's a, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Because
0: like Todd Glass would kind of take doing? that every now and then. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, but he'd always be like, "That's a Jim Gaffigan bit." I was like, "Can we do that? <laughs> Can I just do George Carlin's seven words he can't say yeah, on television?" Tot- I do. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, what are the seven words you can't say on television? Come, uh, <laughs> pregnancy. Come, pregnancy. Vomit. Lorena Bobbit. Bobbit. Vomit. Bobbit. Come. Pregnancy Railroad <laughs> <laughs> The 1% of The 1% And cheese Okay <laughs> Those are the new taboo Shit, piss,
0: fuck, cunt, cocks Motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, twat. That's the I don't think That's, that's the blink song They did it better
1: I, They, they added funny. fart and turd That's what I think is great <laughs> They just
0: did George Carlin's joke But yeah. they added
1: Fart <laughs> and turd <laughs> Fart and turd <laughs> What a losers.
0: What are the losers. Losers that I want to hang out with
1: and look for Shit, aliens piss, with. Fuck cunt, <laughs> cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, and twat. Aliens are real.
0: What if an alien was an angel? Fart,
1: fart, tits. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is the perfect band, man.
1: Poopy, poopy, fart, the fart. Aliens. Perfect band. <laughs> I want to poop with an alien. <laughs> I want to jack
0: off with an
1: angel. Hey, Mark, have you ever thought about do ghosts poop? (laughs) Hey, Mark? It would be everywhere. We should get these 14-year-olds to flash us. Do you think any of these underage women that we're looking at naked are ghosts? (laughs) Favorite band of all time. Speaking of geniuses,
0: (laughs) speaking of unparalleled geniuses, So, I don't know. I think that's, you know, going back to the sad clown thing, you know, I think comics put that on it where it was like, you know, damn, this guy's three Showtime specials, two HBO, you know, every one of them's incredible. You know, he... And it
1: never gets better. He never got
0: what he was supposed to get. And it's just like, no, he was like doing a ton of work that he
1: loved. Also, (laughs) life is not like moments. You know what I mean? Life isn't like, I'm trying to reach this pinpoint place. Yeah. You know, it's like you keep, uh, things keep changing. (laughs) Like, uh, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, Richard Jenny, after all those specials, was like, well, I still haven't found. Peace or whatever. So I'm going to kill myself. That's so crazy. That's not what
0: life is like. Yeah, exactly. At at best, that's like a momentary, like, you know, thought or like a thing. But this was more like Mm -hmm. persistent mental illness. Right. Where at a certain point, uh, he's about, you know, he's 49. uh, He started talking about, you know, uh, I want to kill myself. uh, and I'm gonna like do it, you know. Yeah. And he has a girlfriend uh, that he's
1: living with. Oh. And so she, the, you and know, I'm single. I see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you should talk about it on stage. <laughs>
1: wow. Thanks for bringing it up. Anthony. So hard out here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it
0: must have been her uh, because uh, he got fifty-one fifty. Do you know who that is Mm-mm. where it's basically involuntary, um, like psychiatric. Oh. Um, Um, yeah, they hold you for 72 hours, basically, because you're like, I'm going to kill myself if I want to die, you know? Oh, right. And so, okay, well, then let's go, um, let's go to the hospital. So she took him in and like, uh, I don't know, they, they let him go, but, uh, he'd been diagnosed with severe clinical depression coupled with fits of psychotic paranoia. Whoa. Um, uh, Jenny had a history of schizophrenia and then had been taking antidepressants and a sleeping aid. Uh, so wow. a lot of shit going on with your chemistry, you know, something actuating inside of your brain, plus, you know, the medications you're taking to deal with that. A lot of times they don't get it right, right away, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, and this is about three months before uh, he actually killed himself. So yeah, he he definitely was like, you know, there were warning signs. <laughs> sure. You know, he talked about wanting to kill himself and they were like, oh, you ha- you're you taking, you're like paranoid and like.
1: Taking all this, these drugs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so. Was uh, he
1: prescribed? Yeah. He was prescribed
0: Bleh. a bunch of drugs.
1: Oh, that, that was the stuff he was prescribed at the, me- the mental health.
0: Yeah. He was pretty board. clean. That's the thing is like, he oh, really okay. didn't like drink much, didn't take drugs. Interesting. Uh, You know, wasn't, like, on a history of medication and stuff like that. But
1: But they were like, you need this.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the way that, like, some sort of, like, schizophrenic behavior starts to, like, show itself.
1: You're saying that this was the hospital's fault?
0: Oh, no. What? (laughs) That would be insane. (laughs) Um, No, I mean, no, nothing like that. Uh, I guess I'm just saying he, uh, he had what looks to be, like, schizophrenia, right? Oh, uh, okay. And playing out, out of that is psychotic paranoia and I depression. See. I see. You just start, like, uh, uh, like not at ease with reality. <laughs> okay, right. And you start, like, say, ruminating on thoughts that are, like, you know, self-destruction, like, kill myself. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, I should kill myself. Like, you know, I don't want to be here. This is bad. Um, and it's not really attached to anything, you know, like, uh, as... You know, when you talk about career, like, setbacks or something like that, it's nothing like that. You know, it's more like, I don't know, your brain starts reacting differently than it used to.
1: (laughs) Right. Wow. In the same
0: way that, like, Alzheimer's hits you late in life, sometimes your brain just starts, due to stresses, other things in life, it just starts kind of cracking cracking down in some ways. Yeah, and hopefully you have someone who's by you who can go, wait a second, you're talking, like, super abnormal, You know, let's go get you at least seen by a doctor. So his his girlfriend really tried everything. Wow, and she could.
1: Um, Who was his girlfriend?
0: (laughs) She was a a weather anchor. Michelle (laughs) Obama. Uh, gay prostitute uh, Barack Obama you're gonna look him up Uh, of course uh, the Democratic Party found uh, Barack Obama a gay prostitute in Nigeria and they forced him to be the American the day he
1: was born (laughs) the day he was
0: born (laughs) kept on the Pepsi uh, farms (laughs) well I don't want to expose her but she she was she was like a reporter for like local news you know affiliates Michelle Obama was (laughs) His girlfriend, his girlfriend, Dave. Yeah. Um, this is crazy. So when... Uh, it is? He committed suicide. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what a fucking loon. This is crazy.
0: <laughs> so three months later is when he actually did it. Okay. Uh, he, when is
1: this, by the way? 2007? Yeah, 2007.
0: Okay, yeah. He's come, he's come back from a corporate gig he did in Las Vegas. Uh, this is the next night after, or the next day. Whoa. He'd come back from Vegas, and uh, he was talking to his girlfriend. They were talking about what they were going to do that day. And then she went downstairs to make breakfast, and he killed himself. Whoa. Yeah. What? He shot himself in the head. Whoa. Yeah. In the face, I guess. In the face? <laughs> yeah, because she called 911, uh, and she's like, my boyfriend shot himself in the face. So, I, I mean, it might have just been the head, but I don't know. That's how it was phrased. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty. And I mean, he died? Well, here's like, here's a thing with the fucking <laughs> d- differing, you know, facts. Is like, you would think, but they said he went to... C- one report was like, he then died at Senior Sinai Hospital. I think that's just when he was proclaimed dead. Okay. Like, I, I don't think it really matters either way. Well, I don't know. he could have been, way, like, but,
1: not entirely dead. And-
0: yeah, like, it took Lincoln three days to die after he got shot in the head. Yeah. And he was, like, the coolest dude ever with the thickest head. Yeah, dude. It was mostly Big hat. hat. <laughs>
1: It was all head the whole, in there. Hold all those dreams <laughs> it in there. The whole thing under that was a head.
0: You know, every time we thought about, you know, freeing the slaves, it would just go Boo, Ooh, Totally. Get, like, bigger and bigger,
1: you know, full of dreams, yeah. full of hope for this country. <laughs> exactly. It was like Pinocchio, but with hope in <laughs> his head.
0: Oh, Lincoln, are you thinking about the hope?
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, people become more equal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and <laughs> low lincoln's hat grew three sizes that day yeah.
1: <laughs> man yeah no he could have just gone to the hospital so, i mean i got shot in the head like 30 years ago <laughs> is, uh, and i'm still alive <laughs> this
0: is where it's like dude conflicting reports sometimes drive me fucking crazy sure so like an, you know because on the one hand here's what i think happened but on the other hand <laughs> here's what i think of it he shot himself with a 38 um special right small handgun mm-hmm. shot himself pronounced dead at Cedar Sinai. Right. There's another report on all this that says he shot himself in the head with a shotgun and then Whoa. died at Cedar Sinai hospital. Okay.
1: So like, that's <laughs> not
0: <laughs> like, wait, so you say he blew his fucking head with a shotgun and then he died later.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> he had a strong head. <laughs> Damn dude. Yeah. that kind of drove me a little
0: mad for a second, man. Um, So, uh, when he died, uh, there were memorials all around, you know, in the comedy scene. Sure. Uh, And there was one very special one at the Laugh Factory where, like, a bunch of his jokes were, like, put on all the seats. Oh, cool. So, people could read them. And uh, I was going to read a couple of his great jokes. The way I see it, we're all on the Hindenburg. Why fight over the window seats? (laughs) That's a pretty good one. Wow. Funny. (laughs) You know what the average person is? Average. (laughs) <laughs> my mother never saw the irony of calling me a son of a bitch <laughs> wow uh and then he's got a good one about chicago i think that's how chicago got started a bunch of people in new york said gee i'm enjoying the crime and poverty but it isn't cold enough <laughs> let's go west wow <laughs> dude uh he's so fucking funny i like that he's funny like you could literally write down his jokes yeah and they're funny still yeah like, that's that's pretty hard
1: yeah yeah, so my jokes I'm- are not like that. <laughs> when you read them, you're like, "What is? this Was this the ramblings of a lunatic?" <laughs> this guy gets shot in the head. I write all my jokes mm. and shit on the walls. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how I write them. That's how real artists write. I have a I have a prison in my basement, and I lock myself in there. And I don't let myself out until I've written jokes and shit.
0: <laughs> so at his funeral, like there were a bunch of reporters and stuff, and like this is again where I think the sad no
1: comedians, <laughs> bunch of
0: sad clowns who let okay. in all the sad yeah. clowns.
1: <laughs> no, they were all just jealous. They all went to have their own funeral. <laughs> you know. Who the- the best comedian in the world is Joaquin Phoenix, dude. Saddest clown of them all.
0: Takashi69, the saddest lo- clown dude, of them all. I love all. it
1: when people say, I used to be that guy. Like, my favorite comedian, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shut up, Dave from 2011.
0: But, like, so they were getting a lot of odd quotes because I think no one knew that he had, like, been tr- treated at, like, a mental facility oh, before. Okay. So it's just comics, you know, shooting off the hip at yeah. this, uh, m- you know, memorial. And so Paul Rodriguez uh, says uh, he would talk to, you know, Richard Jenny all the time. Very close friends. And he was like, it was like he didn't see the standing ov- ovations. I asked him, what do you want? You want people to follow you home? And he said, that'd be nice. Wow. <laughs> so I think it's, it's like stories like that. It's like, well, you're painting the picture
1: of like, you know, but
0: then again, that's just
1: a funny thing to say. Also. Well, I mean, the thing you know is, what I mean? is I, like, yeah, you just, we've talked about this phenomenon so much. Like what I said about how he figured out the trick and he couldn't comedy couldn't make him happy anymore because he f- he didn't even have to do anything and yeah. he would crush. I'll bet you that that was a real thing he said and a real thing he thought, and I'll bet you it did make him sad. It might have even made him incredibly depressed a bunch of times, but um yeah, that like going from that. To suicide is another thing. Like, yeah, uh, these are just things that
0: people could in our make profession you sad, and then also. you
1: deal with in your life. Like, so many sad things happen to you in life, and you deal with them. None of them, no sad thing, warrants you killing yourself. And I do think validating him, like not being able to feel the laughter as the exactly. reason he committed suicide is is is, is like, unhealthy. No matter
0: how much we applauded and cheered, <laughs> he couldn't put not put the gun in his mouth. And that's, dude, it's and like I know
1: comedians of- like that that <laughs> can't feel that they're great and they can't feel the love from the audience, and that definitely does make their life harder for them, but that also comes from a place of not yeah. being able to feel love. When I feel like that, I just get <laughs> back into gaming, dude. <laughs> I just, I feel through the game. Yeah, dude. idiots.
0: I've definitely yeah. had points where it's like, say if I have a, a, hour of material that's taken four years to get to a certain point where you're like, this works in front of basically every crowd. Mm-hmm. That at least, you know, if I'm putting in minimal effort, I can rework it a little bit. So that does give you that sort of confidence yeah. of just like, yeah, I could go in and d- kill. But it's like, and yeah, you do get that vibe. And then you just, you write new materials. You write new material. There's nothing that makes you appreciate it more than having to be put, stuck in a corner. Yeah. And you're like, well, fuck, I need to write new stuff. Or a also, million other things, you know. It, yeah, like, it's like We're I all could just get people. into gaming.
1: I could enjoy my family more. Yeah, you know? I mean, it and it like I mean not to deter from the fact that that sucks and be like I really do have a couple of close friends that are super good at stand up who murder and when they walk off stage they always think they bombed and that is the psychosis of some comedians <laughs> and maybe Richard Jenny was one of those but like if you think about it it really does one sure that would make you sad but in order to be that you would already have to be so down on yourself that you can't even hear laughter. Like that's another thing that comes from another place that needs dealing with. I mean, we're talking about, I don't know, mental health problems. Something that is really interesting about the story though, is
0: that um, his girlfriend is like, I do not know where he got that gun. Whoa. I had not seen that gun. Like he must've gotten that in secret, you know? And that's Vegas or something. <laughs> what was
1: the corporate gig?
0: It was oh, for I mean, Desert Eagle. I bet mean he's had it. For <laughs> he got <laughs> it <into> at <laughs> a trade show. Dude, I, mean, I think it
1: was a bazooka, dude. Dude, I mean, you don't, you that's can funny. get a gun at a gun show, right? With true. no permit, right? That is
0: absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, he must have done it in some sort of, you know, sus- not suspicious way, but in a way where it wasn't overt and his, you know, sure. girlfriend didn't see. Boy, that's, you know.
1: Really tragic. I mean, yeah, dude. Dude, so guns are bad. I don't know if you knew that, but they're bad.
0: In looking up this story, I came across, man, this is not as good as Cafe Mom. Oh right, Cafe 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 Mom. Mom. (laughs) from oh way back God. when. Some of the finest it. news reporting. <laughs> some of the finest reporting we've ever found was on Cafe Mom. Absolutely. And this is another bad news source, New NewYorkDailyNews.com.
1: Oh, I know this one. Yeah, they suck. They are fucking terrible. Dude, so
0: this is... uh I'll just say, I'm reading this because it's funny, and it's funny because it's so insanely racist. <laughs> Whoa, really? <laughs> yeah, this is just... Like- Against... No, this is related to the Richard Jenny thing and the memorial. Okay. You'll see how. So, this is written by two people. So, this had to go through two two heads Weird. to make this, okay. this shitty article. Written by George Rush and Joanna Rush Malloy. So, I'm going to guess married. Sure. Or something. Okay. So, the title of the article is Comedian Feels Hurt by Latin Flubber Leno. Terrible title. What? Okay. So, <laughs> this is how... This article starts. Jay Leno has some splaining to do. (laughs) Oh, oh my
1: God. Oh, my God. That got approved by two people
0: (laughs) right off the bat. Two people agreed. Yes. If we're going to talk about... And then
1: their editor was like, run it.
0: Latin comics. (laughs) What was our go-to? Jay Leno has some... Apostrophe splaining to do oh my god. hyphen as the great Desi Arnaz might have said. So oh that's my the,
1: God! That's the—that's <laughs> 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 their, that's
0: their way to explain
1: it. You know? So, you know? Oh, so they splained it. I to love us. that they splained yeah. the Desi Arnaz joke. Yeah, they're splain splaining. <laughs> I'm sick <singing> of all this <laughs> getting splain splained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired oh, of man. getting mansplained by this yeah. uh, this article.
0: How do I mansplain to women that there's no S in the word explain? All right, so Jay Leno has some splaining to do. Wow, you just threw that out there, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Not my joke. Good joke, though. As the great Desi Arnaz might have said, after mixing up two of America's top Latino comics, you okay, so this is all during Richard Jenny died, I think around the whole time of the Jay Leno-Conan O'Brien thing. Okay. Okay, so people are kind of choosing sides, and Jay Leno's very out in the public right now. As kind of, he's definitely a bad guy. He was definitely the shit piece of shit in this whole situation, right? Right. So um, it's, it goes, uh, You may remember that in January, Funny Man George Lopez told a Florida radio station that The Tonight Show host is the biggest two-faced dude in TV. Besides calling Leno a backstabber, Lopez branded him the worst interviewer on TV. So he's definitely wow. like... I don't like what, you know, Leno's doing. I'm calling him out, Uh you know, just radio. But yeah, I guess. So Leno heard about it. Feels called out, right? But they're all at the memorial or something. Um, Actually, I don't think Lopez made them right. So Leno hadn't forgotten Lopez's tact when he walked into the recent Laugh Factory memorial for comic Richard Jenny. Spotting comedian Paul Rodriguez, Leno brought up the dig. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Rodriguez, another very famous (laughs) Latino comic. Leno brought up the gig. He said, listen, maybe you and I should sit down and work this out. Rodriguez recalled when he phoned him yesterday. He said, he shouldn't be airing this stuff in public. He was going on like that at first. And I thought he was putting me on. Finally, I said, Jay, it's Paul. I'm not George. I'm the other (laughs) Beatle. (laughs) <laughs> Jay apologized. He said, I'm sorry. I don't have my contacts in. Oh my I said, God. hey, it's under- understandable. We Mexicans all look alike. Another witness said, people ha- who heard Jay thought it was bizarre. He's either getting Alzheimer or he's gone so Hollywood he doesn't remember his friends from his early stand-up days. <laughs> so then they list all these other famous comics who were there. But it's like, okay, they followed up on this. <laughs> like Then they messaged like, because report, oh, no. reporters were there, right? And they, like,
1: I guess, found out about the incident. So they messaged Leno. Dude, this is so funny that this is all like just some weird gossip drama that happened at a fucking wake.
0: At a, at a wake is just Leno bringing like, I up. I can't believe that's
1: the story. <laughs> you
0: know? And Leno's like, it was dark at the club. Uh, I thought I saw him. I, I haven't seen Paul in a year. And then Rodriguez is like, I am a little hurt. I've, walked, I've worked with him for 30 years. Our families know each other. <laughs> like I thought I was inside of Jay's circle. We're good friends. When, wow. when Letterman was kicking his buns, I told all my Latino like fans and viewers to support him. I don't Wait know what to say except for that people are forgetful. Kicking his buns? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Dave uh, with the sniper. I mean... <laughs> I can't see. That is absolutely I the weirdest thing. That I realize that's like,
1: not the point of what you were saying, but t- buns... T- Paul Rodriguez no. is fucking edgy, dude. I love
0: that this article
1: is uh, just about
0: Jay Leno is racist at this memorial, and then they start the article with the most racist way into Dude, it. I know. It's so well, Jay Leno's got some explaining to do. Oh my god. Jay Leno's found himself in a bit of
1: a hot salsa. I will say. <laughs> 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 oh man. Jesus Looks face. like Jay Leno got his salsa in New York City. <laughs> Uh, brilliant, brilliant, uh, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I. What if that was the last thing you said before you died? You just like look at you, look at your wife, and you're like, you got some splaining to do, and then you just die. <laughs> well, what? my have had well, What do I have to
0: splain? Will you, sp- Dave Ross? Will you splain before Congress? <laughs> All of your dealings with the NFL. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Yeah. Uh, weird, weird episode, guys. And Mr. Uh, Cohen, you've got some splaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> Will the
0: court read back his splaining when he was splaining all that stuff? <laughs>
1: All uh, right, I'm um, a
0: doctor, and I'm going to explain right. to you uh, how you got cancer up your butt. <laughs> okay, you've explained
1: enough. It's time for me to explain. <laughs> honey, honey, let me explain.
0: No, no, I not
1: what you're thing. Let me explain. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, beautiful. All right. Beautiful. I mean that I think I've heard all the splain and I can handle. (laughs) That (laughs) article fucking made
0: me totally crack up and (laughs) the fact that two people wrote it, Jesus (laughs) Christ. And then was edited. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Guys, if you want awesome comedy like this and you're in Virginia, D.C., Maryland area, come
1: out to the Arlington Cinema yeah. Draft House. Come out to the Poopy Fart Show with Hampton Show. I'm going to get cum everywhere. Those in the front row will get wet. <laughs> you're going to get cum on your face if you see Hampton do stand-up at the Racism Building. I'm like Gallagher, but I just
0: smash my balls on stage and cum goes all over the front couple rows. Balls Gallagher. Guys, I've been beating off, I've been beating off all day doing tantric uh. shit to my penis all day. <laughs> ready to get wet.
1: <laughs> The reason this is funny is that Hampton's balls are the size of watermelons. Don't explain it. I'm sorry I explained. So why'd you just explain that? I didn't mean to explain. <laughs> I'm only
0: happy when you he explains, explains. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, check out the Patreon episode. Oh, Oh, by the way, those dates were May
1: 10th and 11th. Don't worry about that. Just go there anytime and he'll be there. Check out the. Smashing his balls and coming (laughs) on your face and splaining stuff. Check out the (laughs) Patreon episode where we talk about songs and depression. (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's good. We uh, we, have (laughs) a (laughs) good day. Yeah, to reiterate, uh, you heard us say this already, but we asked. the question, what's your favorite song about depression or anxiety or mental illness? And you gave us so many answers on Twitter and Facebook. So we're going to yeah. read them on the bonus app, patreon.com slash suicide buddies.
0: Yeah, we love y'all. Thanks for writing on all these great suggestions. I mean, this happened last episode. We were like, holy shit, this is awesome. Yeah, so. so fun.
1: Yeah. And uh, now that the episode is over, you guys can go explain your own stuff. <laughs> Get out there and explain. Leave <laughs> a review or explain it. <laughs> <laughs> All right Allison Splains Glad you're alive guys Glad you're <laughs> <laughs> Want to take that one more time? I just died I'm dead now Glad you're alive Because I'm dead Dead uh, Glad you're alive Bye Please, Bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Suicide Buddies Remember These suicide jokes that we tell We do it because we are dark people That joke around about our own pain And we hope that that'll help you And make you laugh It's not because we think people committing suicide is funny or that we take suicide lightly. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts, please, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline right away. The number is 1-800-273-TALK. They're always there. They will hear you, and they know what you've been through. So call if you need it or reach out to people in your life or whoever. There are resources. Feel better. Stay here with us on Earth. Glad you're alive, and thanks again for listening.